God bless you, friends and family, children of the living God, co-laborers with Christ, brothers and sisters. We love you guys. We love you guys. Thank you for your comments. Anybody who wants a comment to make a comment or uh, place a prayer request, if you have a prayer need, we will come into agreement with you in regard to the will of God in your life. Just um, send me an email at gmanazak8 at gmail.com or send a message on Facebook. Okay, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. It doesn't stop there, though. Though I know that some are believing that, I've had... I had my my brother-in-law a few years ago. I asked him about the Lord and his standing with God, or right standing with God. He he pulled out of his billfold a Billy Graham card and showed me a card that he was had given his life to the Lord years and and years ago. He he had that card to prove it. But I'll tell you what: he was living in adultery with my sister, and. Um, his fruit was not looking Christ-like, so I'd have to say that card wasn't going to do him much good. That where he gave his Lord his life to the Lord several number of years ago. But this is how some people are thinking today. Everyone who believes, it says in First John chapter five, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. You know what? Let me remind you that the Bible also says that the devil believes and he trembles. And I tell you, he's not a child of God. And everyone, it goes on to say, who loves the Father loves his children too. And we know that we love God's children if we love God and if we obey his commands. Loving God means keeping his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. For every child of God defeats this evil world. And we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Our victory is in Christ. He won the victory for us. But my goodness, we must still... Keep the commandments of God. Now, some are not going to agree with that, and that's okay. But I'll tell you this. Go back through the New Testament and read it and find out that Jesus had even more commands that he left us than God did leave us in the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament. Jesus added to it. And... and, Well, let me go on to verse 6. And Jesus was revealed as God's Son by his baptism in water and by shedding his blood on the cross, not by water only, but by water and by blood. And the Spirit, who is truth, confirms it with his testimony. So the Bible says that we have these three witnesses. We have the Spirit, we have the water, and we have the blood. And all three agree. Since we believe human testimony, surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God. And God is testified, God has testified about his son. 
All who believe in the Son of God know their hearts, know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about his Son. And this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son, does not have God's Son, does not have life. So in conclusion to that, Paul says, I've written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may have eternal life. And we are confident that that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know that God hears us, When we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. The Bible says, if you see a fellow believer sinning in a way that does not lead to death, you should pray and God will give that person life. But there is is a sin that leads to death. And the Bible says, I'm not saying you should pray for those who commit that sin. All wicked actions are sin, but not every sin leads to death. Paul goes on to say, We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning, for God's Son holds them securely, and the evil one cannot touch them. We know that we are the children of God and that the world around us is under the control of the evil one. You know, I'm thinking of even in the Father's prayer uh, uh, that Jesus gave us to pray, Our Father which art in heaven, it says it. we ask in there that God will keep us from the evil one. That needs to be our prayer, and um, our discernment level needs to be up to where we recognize good from evil. We never want to get to the place where we are so lukewarm, so cold, so blind that we are not recognizing what's good and what's evil. Therefore, at that place, we will have come to the place of being blind, blinded by the enemy. And that can happen. Um, That is why people backslide away from God, I believe, as they get out into the compromising with the world and into the ways of the world. And finally, they are blinded by the enemy and no more do they realize they are that they are not even in right standing with God? So you know what? They need another call upon their life, and we as Christians need to stand in the gap for them and pray for their, their salvation, um, for them to return to the Lord, just like the prodigal son. So in closing, and we know that the Son of God has come, And he has given us understanding so that we know the true God. And now we live in fellowship with the true God because we live in fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God. And he is eternal life. And he is eternal life. I did not notice that before. This is the NLT version, if you're wondering. Jesus Christ, he is the only true God, and he is eternal life. 
So in closing, dear dear children, Paul said, keep away from anything that might take place in your heart, take God's place in your hearts. And what would that be talking about? That would be talking about idolatry. Anytime you take something into your heart and you put it in the place of God in your heart, you're committing idolatry. So, you know, there sometimes we just need to take time out and search our own hearts and pray the prayer that I, I think it was Paul that said, search me and know me, see if there be any wicked way in me. And I could be wrong about who said that. But that's my prayer, I know, and probably many of you you are praying that same thing, that we want God to search us and know us. Sometimes we can look really good on the outside, and uh, we can look like the, you know, a good little, quote, Christian. But maybe on the inside, there might be something in our heart that that we haven't recognized that should not be there. But let me tell you, if we're praying that prayer that God will search us, that he will search our hearts, know us, see if there be any wicked way in us. The Lord will show you, and he will help you uh, repent from that. So in saying that, I say just what Paul said, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. Amen.